Hello friends, how are you all doing? Hi. I was watching a YouTube video earlier, and you know, they always have the sponsorships. And this time it was a VPN sponsorship. And it just kind of reminded me how different the VPNs advertise themselves in these YouTube videos where main audience is like either American or European, and how we kind of use VPNs here. Oh yeah, you mean that bit about how you can go to the other countries uh, Netflix and watch shows that are not available in your country? Yeah, I mean that that is kind of the last thought I have when I open up a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm not going to be able to watch Office from my internet. <laughs> I mean, uh what do you mean? Can you like elaborate it for a little bit because I am aware that even though Uh, about half of our audience comes from Turkey. The other half doesn't. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is fair because I assume the ads are made this way because this is not really a concern like in America or in Europe. But here, usually, use of VPN is associated with bypassing the restrictions on a website because sometimes here. A website is just not accessible because someone decided it should not be accessible, and you open up a VPN to bypass that. You know that actually isn't very bizarre because I remember, especially history-focused YouTubers, pointing out that some of their content might might not be available in Germany, <laughs> and VPN can be used to circumvent that. So you mean like that about some videos being not accessible or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is interesting because. When I was thinking about that, I was uh, thinking maybe they can't, maybe like that is not actually different, but they can't say that on an ad. But you say that some YouTubers just straight up say that. So I guess that is not the case. It just isn't the connotation there. I mean, do you know if that's also true for Turkey? Do you know if there are uh, specific video bans or like... Um, is the website go down entirely because the website goes on entirely? This has been. This is just a routine occurrence because in Turkey, when a website has a quote unquote undesirable content, whether it's a tweet on Twitter or a video on YouTube or an article on Wikipedia, hmm. it is decided that it. I I cite for because Wikipedia. Please go on. <laughs> that's there's a there's a very that's a very understandable reaction. Well, whether it is just like a piece of content on the entire website, it doesn't matter because here it is just decided that entire website access is going to be cut off just because of that one content. Even though it is like all of these examples I just cited, like YouTube, Wikipedia, Twitter, these are not these content are not uploaded by the website owner. It's just publicly publicly shared content. So to summarize, what you mean is, um, in addition to being able to watch stuff from UK Netflix, <laughs> you can also use VPN to circumvent some of these regulations, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it isn't it interesting because we say circumvent these restrictions, regulations, and we make it sound so like dark and moody and illegal when the fact of the matter is you literally cannot 
I mean, this this was case for two years here. You could not open up Wikipedia on any article ever because it was decided that it was harmful. A certain article, certain part of an article was harmful, that you could not access the whole website in any language whatsoever. Or like in YouTube's case, when I was like years ago, the entire YouTube library, any video whatsoever, was closed off to you because they decided one video was harmful. So, like, when we say bypass restrictions, this is not something, like, this is not something only with very few people who are incredibly tech-heavy do. This is just a commonplace thing in Turkey where almost everyone who uses internet also knows how to circumvent these restrictions. And from what I'm gathering, you are saying that VPN is one of the more popular ways people do this? Yeah, it is. I mean, when I... I remember changing DNS of my computer, for example. But I think just... We, I think with popularizing of apps, especially people's smartphone usage, because those, those options are less accessible from those, VPN apps and VPN programs just took over completely. I mean, I guess that's why you are using VPN, right? Yeah, it is. I mean, it's just, for me, VPN is just an extension of my browser and I don't have to do anything. I, I mean, I guess that is also comes with the not needing to be tech savvy part because when the restrictions are so commonplace and so widespread, because like I said, it's not a video and an article that is restricted. It's an entire website. And when we look at the current internet some of the websites take so much of the traffic and those websites can be just with a snap of a finger just be restricted in turkey so when it is that easy for websites parts of internet to be closed off to you and when it's that easy to just circumvent it the meaning of vpn just becomes that for us it's just a like mm -hmm. it's just a uh 11 feet 11 foot ladder to pass over a 10 foot wall you know it is funny i was just thinking of the same metaphor while you were telling the thing <laughs> <laughs> i mean it just so happens that on top of the 11 foot ladder you can also watch series from other countries netflixes <laughs> but the principal uh, uses yeah getting over the wall yeah <laughs> That's just a neat bonus. That sting there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, but that's also kind of my, I guess, personalized anecdotes. Because not everyone meets or grows up to, with the internet the same way, just because of how different the internet has become over the years. So I am actually interested more about learning your experiences. Oh yeah, I mean, because Izel is the youngest person here. <laughs> Yay. Call out. I, I think her um, growing up with internet has happened more to her. Because internet came to my life in high school. Oh, same. We didn't have ADSL until... Yeah, like, in fact, it was a present from my parents because I passed to high school. Wow. ADSL. Mm. Oh my god. I think that was the case with the computer for me. How about you, Zal? I think I was in 
fifth or sixth grade when we got internet and I was using mobile internet while I was in seventh grade so internet has been the internet for me <laughs> for a long time now and <laughs> first of these years um, there was supposed to be YouTube but it was banned um, I remember watching videos from local sites, not from YouTube. Is this any that kind? <laughs> yes, that one. Izlebir. And I think there was one more. Things like that. They what watched. was the thing? Like the, the thing with the lists. Onedio, I think. No. Oh, that's, that's later. That's later. YouTube was not banned when Onedio was... That's way later. I can't believe you all forgot everyone's favorite moviehell.com. <laughs> and um, I forgot what I was going to say. You were saying YouTube got banned and I wanted to go to YouTube in a, in a way because I'm a badass? <laughs> no, no. Uh, actually, um, it's the opposite. I didn't know there was a YouTube that I could go to. So when it was banned, I didn't know the YouTube existed. But when Twitter was banned, I knew all about it. I had a Twitter account. I was um, mentioning Disney stars from that uh, account. That was the whole purpose of that account. And this website got banned during political stuff. There was some public protest that resulted in this Twitter at that time getting banned and only thing I can remember from that time is everyone just talking about how to bypass this like changing your DNS as um, you mentioned and um, people were learning how to install VPNs to their phones at school mm -hmm. they were asking for my help because I was the smart one tech person in my class, but I didn't know how I had to learn. I, I will ask you something uh, so that our audience may understand the context better. Uh, what mm. were people using Twitter for so that it would end up being banned? Mm, good question. Well, I mean, people were using social media because it wasn't just Twitter at, at those times. I remember people were using social media to communicate about this protest, why there were protests, how to protest, which I believe probably was the biggest reason. So then they just went boom to avoid all of that from happening. Facebook or Instagram wasn't banned that time. Only Twitter was banned. They were, I believe. I mean, I don't know about Instagram. I mean, we really should have checked this before talking about this stuff, but... <laughs> Uh, let me quickly add this and maybe someone can look it up while I'm doing that. I think uh, there are two main purposes you would use social media for in such a place because like I'm not necessarily talking about Turkey. It was similar in uh, actually in a similar time frame Arab Spring was happening and people in those countries were also using social media for similar purposes. Mm -hmm. You would A, organize, and when I say organize, what I mean is like, we are going to protest here, and you should be careful about this and that. You should like bring 
milk, soda, when you get tear gas, you can have it on your eyes and such. <gülüyor> uh, one purpose is this, to organize and the other is to making other people aware of your existence. That is to say, you are not the only one doing this. Right now there are other people who are doing this because yes. um, it is very easy to make sure a newspaper site or newspaper or TV channel uh, not talk about every single thing that's happening in every city every, all the time. But if there are users generating content from the farthest reaches of places, then you would know that there are people on those places doing things. That's the main appeal of using social media yeah. to accommodate the protests. Like newspapers or television channels, these are big uh, company products as well. So they also have their profit motives or ideological motives. When a person on Twitter telling or recording what's happening is there with a purpose which is to tell or record what is happening to them or people around them yeah uh, but back to Izal you were talking about how you wanted to enter to websites and you're gonna use and people were uh, learning about VPNs and how to in order to get to those sites yes um, I was in high school during that time and we were teaching each other how to use VPNs to bypass these bands I mean, let me say this. Uh, do you know if using VPNs to bypass those bands are legal or not? So are you technically breaking the law? Do you know about this? Well, I would assume, I don't really know, but I would assume since those services are available, it's not because you can purchase them in Turkey, right? Like some of them if you want to. Of course, there are free ones. So I, yeah, I'm subscribed to VPN and but my guess would be it's not legal. I mean, here's the thing, you can also purchase knives legally, <laughs> but you can't stab people. What do you mean? I think we mentioned this in the transportation episode. Yeah, and yeah. this was going to stab me. Uh, but <laughs> here's the thing, using VPNs and in fact using other methods like proxy uh, servers or other methods is perfectly legal in Turkey because In order something to be illegal, according to Turkish penal code, it needs to be mentioned in the, in the um, criminal law. And it is not mentioned in the criminal law whether you can or cannot access websites banned by the government. Mm. So it is, it is perfectly legal to bypass uh, government restrictions to reach uh, blocked websites under the current laws. Which makes sense. I mean, it makes a certain sense uh, for two reasons. No, it makes sense in the in the sense that because I remember not only like not only people who are like protesting, but literal government officials were also posting on these websites while they were banned. So I I would assume that it is not actually. <laughs> there, that there were tweets like saying. Uh... It was banned, but it shouldn't have been banned by political figures. I mean, let's uh, call the person by name. The um, what is it called? It's called Cumhurbaşkanı in Turkish, and back at the day, it wasn't technically present. Head of state, head of state of Turkey, at the time, uh, was a man called Abdullah Gül, and he actually has a tweet saying banning Twitter is not a good idea. So. <laughs> 
you know mm. these things are i mean technically of course the head of state has legal immunity so <laughs> it is definitely legal for him to do that but uh, it is also legal for other people to do it because like there isn't any criminal anything about that yeah i just want to end it by saying even though these bands didn't stop us back then and don't stop us right now when something gets banned or when we when we can't um load a website especially twitter instagram whatsapp first thing that comes to our mind is not is my internet is the issue first thing that comes to our mind is did something happen were these banned but i think we will talk about this so yeah i uh, actually agree with you i agree that uh, when you can't reach a website the thing that a person a turkish person would automatically assume is uh, something happened and that website is banned right now so because back at the back when these things were first done what people did was they would just kind of uh, put a block to the site and you would be able to change your dns or use a proxy site to go there now instead they do something called bandwidth shrinkage that is i mean that's how i translate maybe the technical name is different <laughs> i think limited bandwidth bandwidth limit yeah limit sounds better than shrinkage uh, they limit the bandwidth <laughs> I <laughs> know I shrink the bandwidth. So that it, uh, it is those websites still technically work, but they work slowish. And uh, but this is still you can still move around this using a VPN because what essentially happens is when you activate a VPN in order to reach a website, you are sending a message to the VPN server, which is um, I'm for example is in Canada. You are saying, dear Canadian server. Canadian VPN server, can you please give me the YouTube video I want? <laughs> and then the Canadian Canadian server uh, says, YouTube, please give me the thing. And since the VPN server itself isn't uh, limited in traffic, your process gets processed very well and you can reach the website. So that's the main uh, technical way. Because what a VPN does essentially is, instead of you um, asking nicely to your own internet service provider to bring the contents of a website you are asking your service provider to ask the vpn server which then fetches you the thing so if you are doing something targeting a specific website a vpn can circumvent it um, because the vpn itself isn't uh, limited and you know uh, when i was thinking about this i was thinking yeah that's what happens in turkey we install a VPN, we activate it, and we can just go to wherever we want. It is both true that VPNs aren't technically banned in Turkey. You can still purchase these services legally. And moreover, there are ways to block sites in such a way that you cannot enter them even with a VPN. So this happens in uh, countries with stronger internet restrictions, like in Iran or China. Uh, what they do isn't just uh, blocking service providers access or limiting the data movement but they are also saying nothing of this website whether from a, v- a vpn server or from direct service provider enters to my country this is doable yeah but what i want our vietnamese audience to come back <laughs> to us and understand this 
<laughs> That's not what's happening in Turkey. What is happening in Turkey is more similar to Netflix not having that particular show. Except that show is Twitter. <laughs> and sometimes Wikipedia. And sometimes YouTube. And that's actually very weird to me. I personally find that very weird. Um, because even though other is technically still doable, this isn't what the government chooses to do. This isn't what law chooses to do. And maybe it is, it is perfectly possible that they are doing this with the... Um, well... How can I put this? Our country is an EEC member, European Economical Community member. And because of that, there are some legislations that we take from Europe uh, without mm-hmm. really changing that much. We just say, ah, Europe has this legislation about Internet, so we can just use it. In fact, that's why, even though we are not a European Union member, our uh, websites, the websites operating in Turkey still has to... Uh, follow the cookie standards that European countries use. So just like in UK or in France, in Turkey too, you need to provide a proper way to reject cookies in websites. And I think this may be one of the reasons why uh, an application like that isn't done in Turkey. Or uh, it is also possible that uh, the intention isn't to cut people off from the internet entirely, but to make it more difficult in a way that separates a child from their mother. And what I mean is, a young person will easily install a VPN and enter the site they want, mm-hmm. while an older person wouldn't be able. So my grandmother, I mean, my grandmother isn't on Twitter. Yeah. I don't Good think. for her. Good for her. <laughs> but if she is, if she is and if Twitter goes down, uh, there is a very good chance that uh, my grandmother will just say, ah, I'm not entering Twitter today and move on with her life. Yeah, I mean... I think that's the main part of it, because when you limit the bandwidth, you're not actually banning the website. Like it's 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 inex- inaccessibly slow, but it's not banned. So, well, the way it is used in Turkey is just when something big happens, this thing happens for a few hours or a full day or maybe a few days, but it it happens for a limited time, like. This is not like when back way back in my childhood when YouTube was closed and it was just closed for two years or like when I was in college and Wikipedia was closed and it was closed for two years. It is not how it's used anymore when it's about social media, especially Twitter. It's just gone for a few hours or a day or because something just happened and Mm -hmm. the flow of conversation is staggered by limiting the bandwidth. Because like you said, when you introduce an inconvenience to a service, yes, some people will bypass it, but some people will not. So you're still gonna you're still literally limiting limiting the use of it by limiting the bandwidth. So I think my guess would be that my guess would be that you're technically not banning and banning, you know, is a harsh word. So you're avoiding the use of that while still accomplishing what you're set out to do. I think there's also another uh, thing. Um, this particular way of expressing this mindset um, is a bit cultural, but I am. I think there are similar uh, concepts in other cultures as well. But in Turkey, we generally associate cats with this. If you corner a cat, and if you like... Uh, 
make it so that the cat cannot escape and then you start doing aggressive things to the cat uh, the cat cats usually run away from aggression yeah but if you corner it then the cat will lash out in a very aggressive way um i think cornered snake is something that is more akin to western concept of this uh, notion but i think that's also involved i think if they ban it completely there would be a very large outrage but if they ban it for some of the country the people who can bypass those restrictions aren't as outraged to the situation so it is not really something that we are as agitated because we can circumvent it easily even though my grandmother still doesn't have any access to the things that are happening because it has become a part of our lives so it is not entirely like cutting people off completely but more like um applying a sort of separation to how people learn things like if it wasn't like consider the alternative if there was only one tv channel that everybody was watching mm-hmm. what you would have is everybody knowing the same things about the same things and you would be able to talk with people because everybody is watching the same channel but if some portions of the society has access to information from places that other sites other portions of society simply doesn't there is no way to communicate between these parts and i think that's uh, one of the side effects of the particular way these restrictions are implemented and the ability to vpn differentiates well that is true but would you say another side effect is normalizing this as a part of our lives because like as i think we all have said so far this is just something we do like when you don't have, you don't access a website that you could normally access you don't sh- like shrug you don't wonder what happened you don't like you don't wonder what happened to your internet you just go and flick the vpn switch and go on with your life to see why you couldn't access it i i completely agree and uh, let me just quickly say one last thing i don't actually agree with your initial premise i use vpn for a different purpose too uh i use the vpn for one of the advertised purposes which is like using a public network and avoiding people who are spying on you <laughs> uh, because uh, one of the things that like i said what you do with a vpn is you say dear vpn can you please kindly fetch me the thing i want in an encrypted way so that the poor people who are monitoring your outgoing web activity can only see that you are talking to the vpn and they are not really understanding the message because it's encrypted I use it this in public uh, networks so that my internet traffic information is not available to third parties. Well, that is fair. Um not necessarily because they would that's the whole reason of VPN. Huh? That's the whole reason of VPN I guess. Well, yeah, that's the main reason and I think it's yeah. still relevant in Turkey because um there are places where you would access a public network that you really wouldn't want people to know exactly which um recording of a tv show you are watching on twitter on not on twitter on youtube <laughs> like which uh, videos you are watching tells a lot to a tracker like you know how the videos you watch can be used to understand what color of shirt you want so they would be used for advertising yeah they are also useful for other kinds of profiling which is what you would want to avoid and why you would use a vpn in a public network something that i think about not just 
whether uh, advertisers know I need a diaper or not. <laughs> but whether um, the network operators would be able to profile me is some other concern I would have while using a VPN. Yeah, that is fair. I mean, yeah, definitely the thing you say is kind of how the VPN services should, uh, I think that is how we should use VPN, I guess. Like, I remember my university times that I, like, even though I was living in the same city uh, my university is, I was still using VPN service to connect library of my university to access it. So as a person who utilized this service with its main purpose, I feel weird about how people simply normalize it. I think mm-hmm. we shouldn't normalize using VPN services that much. Like if you're working uh, this, uh, from a distance, like you need VPN service to access your com- company's server. Or if you're uh, outside of your campus to access your library, you can use VPN service. I think that's the main use of it, other than using it uh, or changing your country's location. I think uh, it's so, like, even in, I mean, uh, in Turkey, everyone kind of knows about VPN services. Like, you don't need some computer literacy literacy to know about it. Or, like, even the uh, mainstream uh, newspapers, like, I don't uh, differentiate between like uh, the opposition sides or the government-sided uh, newspapers, like regardless of their view, every like when I search VPN or how to access VPN service, every newspaper just put an article about it, regardless <laughs> of their view. Like it's so fun, I guess. So everyone can, everyone are, uh, everyone is using. Uh, VPN services and it's normal thing in Turkey right now. I mean, when you said like uh, even government uh, governors are using VPN to access these social web, uh, social uh, networking sites during the not bans but uh, during some limitations. So it's so normal for us. Also. We might say it's bans during our conversations, but uh, we feel like it. I guess that's the reason behind we say bans. With the current laws, I guess uh, we we ask uh, social media is uh, some software services to have a, a representative resides in Turkey. Also, our uh, uh, courts can ask our judge can ask. Uh, some um, uh, have a, a legal representatives uh, mm-hmm. of that services so that uh, when some problem occurs, for example, some social media post or some mis- misinformation is, uh, is just posted, uh, courts can ask for these services to uh, remove this content. So I think it's kind of uh, happens with the new regulations 
happened as well in the European Union that uh, protects the individual's rights in that sense. But also, uh, I guess European European Union has some uh, legal representatives uh, of that services uh, in the uh, Union. Also, similar to that, we also ask a representative for all these software companies. And that's what I find uh, understandable. But the way it is uh, utilized, I think, which is the problematic part. Mm-hmm. So what you're essentially saying is, A, it is very natural for a person of Turkey to have a VPN uh, information, how these things work and how they operate, how they're at least operated. It is normal. You would expect a person from the street to know about this? Actually, like when you say street to know about this, like like maybe you have seen it on social media, if it is not limited. There are some uh, graffitis uh, of DNS numbers <laughs> to access open services. No, I actually remember those. Google DNS or I don't know other others, uh, DNS services. Open DNS, I guess. That. People were writing the numbers on the walls. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember that. But, like, it's not, like, it's just for the uh, comedic reasons. It's not just people to, they don't know how, like, where to find those. It's just about, uh, just uh, to make fun of it. I also want to kind of create, like, a context for graffitis in Turkey. Uh, you can find a lot of um, phone numbers written on it as advertisements around different walls so i feel like they're that's also pretty nice they just put it all there like as an ad like they can also write sofa design yeah yeah exactly <laughs> or, or uh, <laughs> i yeah. don't know what it is <laughs> yeah you know uh, street uh, graffiti has a lot of different purposes in turkey people would be like they would go to the um, building that their loved ones live in And they would write, uh, Hanife, you are mine or you belong to the earth. <laughs> or like, of course, they wouldn't write Hanife because then Hanife's father would know. So they would write uh, my troubled one, Belalım, <laughs> instead of the girl's actual name. Or they would uh, go all political and write things like, we are gonna kill all the rich. Be careful. <laughs> This is actually something that was written close to my high school. <laughs> Zenginleri öldüreceğiz. Dikkat edin. Um, so like it's very polite. They are saying. Mm. Also uh, parties used it for propaganda. Different parties. All of the parties. I mean yeah. Because in Turkey if you're a party. You have like three possible ways to talk about your messages. You can either uh, not be hosted by the, uh, the conventional media apparatus. The TV channels and newspaper and such. Which are already... Um, shared by the established uh, political players, uh, government and opposition. Or you can uh, go to social media, which can be banned at any minute, or you can write it on the walls and hope for the best. <laughs> and uh, by the way, one thing I want to say is I want to throw, throw back to Izaz, something that Izaz said. Hmm. In Turkey, uh, you would try to enter Twitter and Twitter wouldn't work. And you would use a VPN to enter Twitter. And in Twitter, there would be something trending. Why is Twitter shut down this time? 
Which all of these are very very normal in Turkey. Which is like the amount of normalcy this has is truly mind-boggling. Well, it's just like NS said, it got normalized over years. And like both you and NS said, it got normalized over years because, like you said, this has come to a point where it is just reflex to, like I said, go to the VPN and then flick the on switch when you can't reach a website because why else? You couldn't do it. And yeah, I mean, as Anna's talked, I am aware, like, to do it to a foreign audience, we must be sounding crazy because I guess this is like, how could this be a way to live? But it is. And I don't think that we should also say bans to these restrictions uh, for the reasons that I said earlier that. Uh, we asked some uh, representatives in Turkey. With the current law, it's just uh, reduced their bandwidth, like Jan Deniz said. Like, they are not, like, uh, any websites currently are uh, getting banned unless they are uh, decided so. Like, no. uh, internet porn, for example, okay. it's banned. So let me give you the exact technical side of this. Uh, Turkey cannot ban a website that doesn't live in Turkey. If a website originates from Turkey, the Turkish law allows Turkey to like destroy the website, <laughs> completely uh, make it unreachable. <laughs> But they cannot do this to websites mm. that live in other countries. Like they cannot yeah. destroy Twitter. Yeah. But okay. so instead, what they do is they limit bandwidth. But if For a Turkish website, this is possible. Yeah. I just want to highlight this. Like like we said, they don't ban it, quote-unquote. They don't want legally ban it. It's not legally banned. I agree with that. But in, like, this is, this, this just comes back into the, the semantics of it. Because technically, if you cannot reach a website by the connection you pay, whether it's your mobile data or Wi-Fi at home, because of limited bandwidth, isn't that like effectively banned without the use of VPN? I mean, it is semantics, but I, I think uh, describing situation precisely is important because I think we should be like, this is very normal, but it shouldn't be. And we should no. be talking ah, about yeah. this. Yeah, that, that, was, that was the point I was trying to make. Like, I agree that that is why I didn't call them banned. And when... I, when I was commenting here on the like the picture you were drawing, I was saying like they don't ban it, but I think it should also be clear that it is very weird that this has been normalized to the point that they effectively ban the website, but even the people who oppose this effective ban does not see it as a ban because the use of VPN is so commonplace. Yeah, indeed, and like. You would still, like I said, back at the time when Twitter was first banned, the head of state at the time uh, tweeted, I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> And similarly, right now, whenever Twitter is banned, there are uh, people who are res in responsible positions of government to keep using Twitter. Yeah. And like it, 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 is, it is still like how, by the way, that, that thing happened ten, about 10 years ago. It is still <laughs> like that. Uh, ten years ago, these websites were banned, and people uh, 
uh, who were in responsible positions of power would comment that this is a mm-hmm. bad idea or why this is happening. And now, 10 years later, that's still the case. Still some social media websites are um, difficult to access, restricted. <laughs> and there are people, uh, some of whom are hand- handling the complaints that result in these or uh, people who are politically close to such uh, mechanisms commenting that this is a very necessary thing that they should do, but still doing it in the web, in the said website. Yeah. But but like that watching net Netflix shows of UK thing is still nice. That's <laughs> I, that's a wrap. I, I, I actually do it all the time. Like whenever I'm uh, I watch a show and like in the second season it's over abruptly, even though there are more seasons. I always go to that website where you can check in which countries which shows are available on Netflix. Just watch. Yeah. Yeah, and, and see like if well, I, I can watch other seasons using the VPN. I am I am pissed about that because Amazon is too smart for that, so it doesn't work with Amazon Prime. How they avoid it? How do they? Uh, the way Amazon does it that it is literally different websites for every country, and their content is different. Oh, that's why it doesn't work. Yeah, like. The Amazon Prime Video Prime for United States is a different website for from Amazon Video Prime for Turkey. 